Ayin Gimel, Amud Aleph, about eight lines down, there's a two dots, right after the Ya'al Kagam. Just to recap for a moment, on the bottom of the previous Amud, it was Machlokas between Abaye and Rava. The issue was an aid Zaymeim. When people come to testify, they are testifying about an event that happened in a particular place in a particular time. If after that, Witnesses come to say, hey, how could you, the first set of witnesses, known what you said you knew? At that date, you were with us at another place. And they make the first witnesses, Edim Zemimim. Now, when witnesses are made Edim Zemimim, do we say, like Abaye, that the testimony that they gave, let's say, I don't know, a month ago, retroactively, that's found to be untrue, and for that matter, anything they had done in the interim would be Invalid, or like Rava said, it's only from now and onwards that they're considered invalid. So, picking up an Ayin Gimel Amad Aleph, eight lines from the top Tznan, we quote our Mishnah and we uh, bring a uh, question from it. So, the Mishnah said, I put right angles in over here, about uh, almost two lines, that if a animal is stolen and there were two witnesses, uh, Al and Bob, and then the thief went along and slaughtered or sold it. Also, Alan Bob saw that. The Nimsu Zaymim, turns out Alan Bob were actually Zaymimim, Mishalmin Esakal. Alan Bob will have to pay everything, meaning the whole four or five times is what they'll have to pay as Adim Zaymim. Now, that's the end of the quote of the Mishnah. My love, shall we not say, Shehe'idu al Ganeva, that the chain of events that happened is like this. The original witnesses came and testified, apparently, that uh, someone will call him Maishi had stolen something. And then they testify that Maishi slaughtered, let's say, that sheep that he stole. So at that point, they're basically saying that uh, Maishi owes like four or five times. Then, it turns out that the testimony they gave regarding that it was stolen, that can't be because two other witnesses come and say, hey, how could you guys say that you were with us at that time at a different place? And then after that, they didn't become Zaymimim, Al Hatzavicha, regarding the slaughtering of it, that how could you have said that? You were with us in a different place. Now, if you were really to say and really to think that if you're going to go like a baye, that when Edim become Edim Zaymimim retroactively, meaning from the time they give the original testimony, we say anything that they did after that time is no good. Well, Hani, the way we just described this scenario, Kevan de Idzimu Ganeva, once the original witnesses become Adim Zaymimim because of the theft, then from the theft onwards, Igloi Milslim Afreya becomes clear retroactively, when there was a testimony about, let's say, that they slaughtered that animal, I don't know, a week later, well, Psulin Havu. Those two witnesses turned out that they were puzzle already from back when they claimed they saw it stolen. And why in the world would they have to pay, as Adam Zaymim, for the Shrit as well? Like, uh, yet the Mishra does say they have to pay four or five times. That's the Gemara's question. Well, Amri, so we answer. And here, what are we dealing with? That not the way we presented the case, but rather, they came, they testified about the Geneva. They testified about the shechting of that animal. Then they were found to be Edim Zemimim. But on what were they found to be Edim Zemimim? First, on the 
shechita of the animal. And therefore, that which they had said about the geneva earlier, they were, even if you want to say retroactively, uh, they become problematic. This was even before the testimony on the shechita. Well then, the Gemara asks a question, Amri, Sof, Sof, well, like at the end of the day, when we look at this in the big picture, Ki Hadri Mitzimi Ageneva, when it turns out, let's say, you know, a few days later, they were found also be Adim Zaymimim regarding apparently the theft that they claimed that they saw, which now they can't have seen because they were somewhere else. Igloi Milsa, it turns out retroactively, when they testify about the shechting of it, Psulin Havu. It, like, we now know that they were puzzled, then why in the world should they have to pay for the tevicha? Like, they have to pay for the geneva the two, two times, but why would they have to pay an additional three times? And the shot of the Mishnah, according to Abaye, Halakha Maisa is going to be, The cases where they testified at the same time, and then they were found to be Zaymimim. So since they testified at the same time, a making them edim zaymimim on one of the issues will automatically make them edim zaymimim on the other one of the issues. So should we say, though, that this whole issue of whether when an aid becomes an aid zaymimim, he is puzzled from that point on, or retroactively back to the previous testimony, the, in other words, is actually I put a long question marking in the margin here uh, between the Gemara and Taisvis. It goes down till basically three lines before the bottom of the Amud. And it essentially takes about a six and a half line brisa, analyzes it, and here we go. Should we not say that this whole issue of versus Lemafreya is in Machlokas Tanoim? Lemakitanoi starts the Tanaic source, uh, box it off, it goes for two words plus six lines. So you have two people, call them Al and Bob, and they are testifying regarding Maishi that he stole something. And they also testify that he slaughtered the thing he stole. So let's say they say he stole a sheep, and they testified afterwards that he shafted it. Now we're going to have A and B. A, the Huzmola Ganeva. Al and Bob, the original two witnesses, are found to be Adim Zaymimim. In other words, two other witnesses come and say, hey, you guys were with us at that exact time. How could you say you were witnessing something else? Huzmo on the Geneva, regarding the that which was stolen, the time it was stolen. That is an Adish about the Mitzasa, but Lakula. Since part of the testimony becomes nullified, the entire testimony becomes nullified, and since they were found to be Adim Zaymimim, at least on the Geneva, up to that point, so they're going to have to pay double, comma, case B, huzmuala tevicha, if they're found to be Adim Zaymimim, but not on that which they said, that the item was stolen, the animal was stolen, but rather that the animal was shechted, then, hu misham tashlumei kefel, so he, as far as we know, because there's been no Adim Zaymimim coming about the, that the animal was stolen, so he'll have to still pay double, the hain and these Adim Zaymimim, misham and tashlumei shleisha, they'll have to pay the additional three times. Amar Rabiosi, here's another Tanaic opinion. I box Rabiosi. Says Rabiosi, When is that that he pays the kefel and the original edus on that it was stolen is not batel? That is b'shtei eduyesh, when there were two testimonies. We'll see exactly what that term means, two testimonies. If it was all one testimony, well, 
The general rule is, any one testimony, if you view it as one testimony, if part of it becomes nullified, the entirety of it becomes nullified. Now we have to figure out, that's the end of the Tanakh source, by the way, what means the term and what means the term my, I put two words in right angles, the next word's also right angles, so we're going to have a attempt, and then we'll have a um, a final approach. So elema, double underline the elema, and two, four, six, seven lines later, first word online is mehecha. The middle of that line is an elalav. I double underline that. So here we go. Elema, back to the elema. If you want to say the question again, is what does it mean? When Rabbi Yossi said two testimonies and one testimony, so if you want to say two testimonies, so put those two words in right angles, equals meaning literally two totally separate testimonies, that's in other words, two sets of witnesses. I put that in right angles. When Rabbi Yossi says there's one testimony, what he means is one set of witnesses, one going after, let's say they testified, let's say they testified on Tuesday, that two days earlier on Sunday the animal was stolen, and then they uh, testify on Wednesday that on Monday the animal was shefted. So they came on Tuesday and Wednesday, two days testifying on what happened on Sunday and Monday. So if you want to say that is and Rabiosi would say that when the second set of witnesses come and say, how could you fellows have told us that you were with us on, let's say, Monday, namely, well, when they testified originally about the that the uh, animal was stolen, and then a day later they testified that it was shechted, when they were turned out to be Adam Zemim regarding the shechting of it, isn't that a case? Like, how could you possibly refer to this as that part of the testimony was nullified and therefore the entire testimony is nullified, and they become Adam Zemim regarding the Thievery, where would you come to that conclusion? How could you possibly say that just because they became Adim Zemim and something happened later? How could you become? How could you say that the whole Edus could very well be that it was stolen? El Alav, rather should we not say? I double underline the El Alav. El Alav, we have to re-understand what Shtei means and what Edus Achas means. Shtei I put those two words at right angles. We're defining what the term that was used eight lines ago in the Brisa means, that equals, Shteiduyos is Edus Achas, it's really one testimony, but Ke'ein, that's kind of like Shteiduyos. Umaynihu, where do you have like one testimony that's sort of like two? Well, Kasachas, it's the same two witnesses telling us the information, however, it's Beze Acharze. They didn't do it at the same time, rather, uh, they came once to tell us about one issue, and then another time to tell us about another issue. Aval Be'edus Achas, I put those two words in right angles. Edus Achas is Bebas Achas, which would mean they came at the same time low. We would not say that the Ganav has to pay Kefal. Rather, we would say, hey, listen, and Edus Shabbat Lamech Tzasa, but Lakula, 
and nothing has to be paid. Now, Kama Connector, Visavruha, the Hava Amina that we're going to have in understanding how we apply this to the Tanakam versus Rabios, to the Rabbana versus Rabios, is as follows. I squiggle under the word Visavruha, Dekuliyama, everyone would agree this concept of Tokade Dibor, when something is said within, we'll call it uh, a couple seconds of something else, Ke Dibor Dami. So, Tokade Dibor, Ke Dibor Dami. If you have uh, two things, and the second one is within a, a very short period of time, maybe like a second or two of the first thing, it's as though it's one thing. And therefore, my love, should we not say that this is the underlying issue of Machlokas between, in the above snake source, the Tanakama or the Rabbanan versus Rabbi Yossi. The Rabbanan, I don't know, the Rabbanan Savri, they are of the opinion that when you have an Eid Zaymim come, Mikan Ullah Nifsal, the effectiveness of an Eid Zaymim is to make the original person's testimony invalid, but invalidate it from this point, like from now and on. The cave unto me, he shata ka mitzami, since they became adim zayimim already from that time, ativicha de ka mitzami itzayim. Well, it must be that regarding the shrita that they became adim zayimim is what happened, ageneva, but that which apparently happened earlier, deloy mitzami, where they were not adim zayimim, lo itzayim. That's the way Rebbe, the Rabbanon look at it. Whereas I know on Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi Savar, Rabbi Yossi of the opinion, lemafreya hu nifsal. Oh no. When an aide comes to say about an earlier aide that they're an aide zaymim because they couldn't have known what they claim to have witnessed because on that date, on that time, they were somewhere else. That actually retroactively back to when they claim they saw it is when they are considered to be liars and invalid. The kevan de miyad ki asidu, since like immediately at the time that they gave the testimony, at the time they spoke, who demifsali, they're already puzzled. Then ki itzimuluhu atavicha, when they become Aiden Zaymin on the slaughtering as well, itzimiluhu namia geneva, then they become also. Adim Zaymim on the fact that even the the, the theft took place to because we had said that everyone holds the Dami, and therefore that would be the machlokas between Rabbanan and Rabbiosi. That would be the end of a very long point, which is should we say that the issue is the machlokas Tanoim between the Tanakam and Rabbiosi? Well, the Gemara says maybe not. Amri, we reject that uh, line of understanding because Dibur if you want to say that this concept of if it's within a like a fraction of a little bit of a time from the first thing to the second thing is like you had said as one thing to Kuliama Lima Everyone would agree that when an aid makes other aid mediums, it's retroactively, it's back. It could be weeks or months earlier to when they had said that testimony. Allah over here. The issue is do you say that statement number one, let's say that they testified to in statement number two, that if the second one was said really very close to the first one, do you say that's like one statement or not? That's a machlokas colon. Rabbanan Wendelin Savri, they're of the opinion Dibor, love Kedibor dummy. That even though something is said right after, like immediately after, that's not considered the same thing, and therefore it's considered basically like two testimonies, and just because one of them is found to be problematic, we don't say that the other one is as well. For Rabbi Yossi, Adelain Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi Savar, he's of the opinion that Tolkadei Dibor, Kedibor Dami, know that it is viewed as one unit. Okay. Asks the Gamora now, though. 
We just said a line ago. There Rabbi Yossi holds so could you with me. Really, says the Gemara. The Savar Rabbi Yossi. I put these five words in a phrase marking. The Toichadei I also put a long question marking in the margin, starting from uh, this line, the margin between the Gemara and Rashi, going down about nine, ten lines or so till last word on the line is Chad. So here's the question. We had just said, literally a line ago, that Rabbi Yossi holds Toichadei Really? Rabbi Yossi holds Toichadei Dami? That's none, but we seem to have a uh, Mishnah that would indicate otherwise. This is a uh, Mishnah that goes for almost six lines, and it's uh, referring to a case where there's a person, and he has uh, three animals in front of him. One of them is an animal that has been uh, dedicated to be a Korban Ola. The second one is an animal that's been dedicated to be a Korban Shlamim. And the third one is just a regular old Hulan animal. And this fellow says the following, Harizu, Tmuras Ola, Tmura Shlamim. Now, Tmur is the concept of transferring what one animal has as its uh, level of holiness onto another animal. So this fellow, when referencing the regular Hulan animal, says that he wants the Hulan animal to be, and there are two other animals there, one is an Ola, one is a Shlamim, he wants it to be a Tmuras Ola, Tmur Shlamim. He wants it to be uh, a black-white. Or he wants it to be an empty full. In other words, there, you, you can't have one animal being an Ola and also a Shlamim. There's certain laws, uh, you're either an Ola or a Shlamim. So, Rezu Tmuras Ola Tmuras Shlamim. Now, he did not say Tmuras Ola Tmuras Shlamim. He just said Tmuras Ola Tmuras Shlamim, which is a bit difficult to understand. Well, what's going to be the result of that? Harezu Tmuras Ola, Divei Rebbe Meir, the mayor who holds in general that when we're unsure, we follow the first utterance that a person made, since the first thing that he said was Tmuras Ola, even though he did say something right after that, but we have to go with that. We boxed Rebbe Meir. We also boxed Rebbe Yossi. Rabbi Yossi, Aymer, and here's really where the question is going to come from. Rabbi Yossi says, well, if this was the person's intention uh, from the beginning, meaning he wanted it to be a Ola Shlamim, wanted it to be a bird elephant, as difficult as it is to imagine, but he wanted it to be an Ola Shlamim, since Hoyel, V'yafshar, he can't have an animal as a korban that's both an Ola and a Shlamim, it's either one or the other. Well, you know what? Says Rabbi Yossi Dvarav Kayamin. We will say that what he said is what we're going to do. We establish his words. Vim Amar, Tamuras Ola. If he would have said that he wants the Hulan animal to be an Ola, Kama, Venimlach, I don't know the Venimlach, and then he changed his mind. Kama, Vamar Tamuras Shlamim, he wants to be Tamuras Shlamim. Well, says Rabbi Yossi, I raise you Tmuras Ola. The animal would be like the first thing he said, which is Tmuras Ola. <coughs> That's the end of the Tanaic source. So obvious is that, that if he said he wanted the regular animal to be a Tmuras Ola, then he changed his mind and said he wants to be a Tmuras Shlam and Vavinaba. Nimlach, if he changed his mind and wanted to be something else, well, it's too late. He already declared he wanted to be a Tmuras Ola. Pshita, that's like obvious, is it not? Ah, oh, but Rapapa's Rapapa explains that the nimlach took place very, very, very quickly. It wasn't like a uh, a long pondering of the meaning of life. It was rather coming, and it was within like a uh, a second or two. And we see therefore that Rabbi Yossi holds tokedei dibor is not kedibor dami. That's the question. Well, answer the Gemara Amri tre tokedei dibor havel is actually two tokedei dibors. Both of them are very fast, but one of them is faster than the other. Colon. 
Chad, I underline the word, is Kadesh Ilos Talmud Larav, the amount of time it takes for a student to welcome his, um, his Rebbe in the morning. The Chad, I underline this word, Chad, the other one is Kadesh Ilos Harav Talmud, an even shorter amount of time, which is how the rabbi greets the student in the morning. Colon. He lays the Rabbiosi, where Rabbiosi does not agree that Tokadid Yeru is Kadibur Dami. That's Kadesh Ilas Talmud Larav. That's because it takes all of, like, I don't know, two and a half seconds, the amount of time it takes the student to say good morning to the rabbi. Uh, four word quote Shalom Alecha Rebbe Umayri. That's all of uh, four words. De Nafish. That's uh, relative to what we're going to see in a moment. That is very wordy. That's a lot of words. That's very long. However, the other way, the typical um, greeting in the morning of the rabbi to the student, which is simply two words, Shalom Alecha, Islay, he would agree that that teeny-weeny amount of time, if we call the other one two and a half seconds, we'll call this one maybe one second, that he would agree with that the two statements can combine. Even though we're in the middle of this um, this Ahmed Bayes, we're going to pause here for today, I think, uh, better... To uh, start with Rava um, in the uh, next sugya, I'd come.